Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage you in your faith, build you up, and send you on your way to glorify the Lord Jesus, who is our King. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided, but liberty and justice for some. And it used to be right versus left, Republican versus Democrat. But as we see in the the people's house, supposedly the people's house, you have the establishment versus the people. And it's interesting to me that the establishment has 420 some votes and the people have 20. And... When you hear the people that call in on uh, C-SPAN, somehow they believe that the 400 and so have the interest of the people at heart. And I find that quite uh, humorous almost in one aspect, but quite sad in other aspects. Because we have a uh, an interesting political situation in this country. And I I doubt it's much different in any other part of the world. Uh, when I read about or hear about, excuse me, political situations in other areas. I mean, the Brits aren't really any different than we are. Their government system, um, I imagine, is just as corrupt as what ours is. Because at the end of the day, it's about money. You know, money, it's, the Bible says, I've been, just been reading in First Timothy um, 6, the love of money is the root of all evil. And I think a lot of people that... that get into government nowadays and end up meeting with lobbyists and things like that there's so much money in it i mean how does nancy pelosi end up buying a 30 million dollar mansion when she's been living on a two hundred thousand dollar year salary for 40 years or whatever it's been and i think you know in reality uh we really do need term limits i you know the idea that you need to have seasoned people in congress i don't think it really helps I don't think the issues are that complex. Um, they don't ever write their own bills anyway anymore. You know, these career institutionalists write all these bills and, you know, all these people end up voting on them and they don't even know what's in them, half of them. Uh, yet they collect the paycheck. And so, you know, I even struggled with that at the local county level, being un, uh, involved in, in that stuff the way I am. So anyway, uh, it's an interesting deal. And, you know, the, the thing that's wonderous about the whole thing with life at this point is when you put your faith and trust in Christ, at the end of the day, none of that matters. You can have the worst government on the planet of the earth that persecutes you and uh, seeks to circumvent you, which, you know, you see in China with uh, people who want to put their faith and trust in Christ. At this point, at least, we're still free in this country to worship God in the way that we so choose. And so uh, to be thankful for that is is certainly a wondrous thing. And at the end of the day, we're only going to be here for a short time anyway. So keep that in mind. You're going to be gone from this earth a lot longer than you're going to be here. So if indeed those of us who put their faith and trust in Christ are correct, 
and that you will someday sorry I gotta adjust things on my desk here that you will someday be gone from this earth hint hint um, it makes sense that you want to do what is necessary to be in the right place when you leave and God has called us to faith God has called us to put our trust in certain things um, by his command and his purposes not our own so and that's you know in, in this life that's where we start we start with the Bible we start with the word of God is the truth and we base our ideas around that we base our ideas around what uh, is true from eyewitness accounts many years ago from people that were there and I would much rather do that than put my faith and trust in millions of years in a bowl of soup that nobody's ever seen nobody's ever uh, had a chance to even analyze because no one was here to write anything down it's just blind faith it has nothing to do with science whatsoever it's just a good excuse to not have a holy God that you have to submit to people don't like to submit do you like to submit I don't like to submit to authority I don't like to uh, you know, I'm sure most wives out there that are Christian wives don't like the idea of submission to their husbands and everything. That's a hard thing, but yet God calls us to. The Lord Jesus Christ himself submitted to the Father in all things. And he showed us that. Paul the Apostle submitted to the Lord Jesus and everything. Submission is a part of life. It's a decision. But we're so worried about our own rights nowadays that we don't think about what's right and true and good and the way in which we should really have our attitudes adjusted and walk in, in humility, walking with purpose, but in submission to the Father and the Son. And once you do come to that conclusion finally, because you will. You will either here on this earth or you will when you stand in front of him someday to account for your life. That will happen. And that's just a fact. He said that it is true. and It's true. That is the only truth that, that really should matter to, in this life. So, but again, what's your starting point? What's your starting point? for your faith the faith that you have you have faith what are you putting it in are you putting it in people are you putting it in a system of religion that somebody developed that is dead did you are you putting it in a system of religion that uh, supposed science communicates to you or are you putting it in the one true god so here it's a religion we've been reading through the bible and we are uh at Exodus chapter 15 this morning, the Israelites are coming out. They just passed through the Red Sea where God built walls out of water. Who else can do that? 
I know a lot of construction guys, and I bet not one of them can build a wall out of water. So I want to follow the guy that can do that, the being that can do that, the one who made us in his image. Exodus chapter 15, Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given us victory, given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. Uh, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Hmm. Pharaoh's chariots and his host, as he cast into the sea, his chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom of a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the pieces of dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of your excellency, you have overthrown them that rose up against you. You sent forth your wrath, which consumed them as stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together and the floods stood upright as a heap and the depths were congealed, congealed sorry, in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You did blow with, thy, with your wind, the sea covered them and they sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You stretch out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. You in your mercy has led forth the people which you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength unto the holy habitation. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold on the inhabitants of Palestine, or Philistia. Then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them by the greatness of your arm. They shall be as still as stone till your people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over which you have purchased. You shall bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which you have made for them to dwell in, in sanctuary, O Lord. Why your hands have, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Let's remember that, people. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam the prophetess and sister of Aaron took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Merah, they could not drink the waters of Merah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Merah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And 
He cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. He said, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord my God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. And they came to Elam, where were twelve wells of water, and threescore and ten palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. So God appeased them and gave them a place to stay. You know, so often we, as our own gods, in some way, think that we know better than God, think that somehow something that he did wasn't right or something that the way in which he did it uh, didn't make sense to us or we didn't think it was the right way that he should have done it and yet who are we to question god the one who made us you know it's it is like our chill our own children questioning us we bring them into the into the world and sometimes they do they question us don't they and it very, I think, is very representative of the way in which we question God at times. We are his children, and yet we question him all the time on the way he approaches things. So, Lord God Almighty, forgive us for doing that, for questioning you, for complaining, for not trusting in you completely. And Lord, I pray anybody that hears this would be encouraged to trust in you today and walk in faith. Lord, I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for stopping by. We will uh, be back tomorrow. Hopefully. Lord willing. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a porch swing For summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six-string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that